Live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's Exeter Wrestling. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center on the web at PennStateHealth.org and the new Birdies Inn, where there's always something new with the old inn. Now, down to the mat, here is your announcer, Mike Boyer. And a happy new year and good morning to you all from Atlin, PA. We're at Chester County at Octorora High School for the 2023 Octorora Duels. Exeter will have five matches today, starting with their first match here in Pool A, as they will wrestle the Warrior, or the Braves, I'm sorry, of Octorora High School. And our captains, Ian Lubinow and Michael Borhoff, just left the mat. We're about to get this thing started right here at 107. And Jerry, let's jump right to it. Let's tell the listeners your interpretation of what Octorora means. You want to get the joke out of the way right away? I, I, want, to get the, I want to get the white elephant out of the room now so we can keep going. Darn it. Okay, I was really hoping to spring this later. If you want to hold on, we can hold on. We'll talk a little bit about the match. Yeah, Let's talk about the match. Okay. We're going to start the first match at 107. Uh, the first round here is at 107. We're sending Cole Forsythe, a freshman, uh, on the matter. He's 2-2 two and two on the season. Had a huge win the other night in our first win of the season against Governor Mifflin. The Eagles are 1-0 in the season under Coach Kevin Oswald, defeating Governor Mifflin 32-26 last week as uh, Cole Forsythe went out at 107 pounds and uh, won a huge match as we turned the lineup over and got us rolling for that 32-26 win. So right now we've got Cole Forsythe here at 107 against Braden Shoup. Braden Shoup is uh, the 107-pounder. He is a freshman as well. He's 6-5 and five on the season. And we're underway with the whistle of the referee there, and we're underway. Right to a tie-up here. A little rush and throw by, and nice job there by Cole Forsythe getting a takedown. He's up 2-0 here. Trying to suck him back here. He's going to get back points out of this. Nice job by the young man. Working hard. He's up 4-2 here. Takedown and two near fall right here in the first period. And uh, he has got this rolling very well as we begin uh, the first round here at the Octorora Duels. Cole's working a 2-on-1 from his left-hand side. Trying to get a little of a straight jacket here. Breaks it free. Now he's got the, the uh, tilt working. Comes under the leg. Shoot bases out here. Good job of Cole Forsythe riding hips on hips here. Keeping his weight back, about a minute and 15 to go here in the first period. Driving hard forward, he's doing a nice job. Just what we saw last week from him. In control on top, controlling the wrestler on bottom. Working his weight very well. Again, tries to suck him back here. Gonna get back points again. Absolutely sucked him back. He's gonna get all of them here. Now he goes to a front headlock. Chance here for the pin. 55 seconds in the period. Now he's on top. He's gonna get the fall here, let's see. That's not our whistle. That's the mat one, we're on mat two here. Forsythe's head up, gotta get his hips down. There's the fall, 118 in the first period. Cole Forsythe with the fall for the Eagles. So extra jumps out to a quick six nothing lead with the pin there by Cole Forsythe. Nice job by the freshman running his record to three and two. Now Exeter should get a few forfeits here. So let's see what we get here. We've got a bunch of forfeits coming. I believe we're going to get three in a row. So Cole Forsythe out there. Richie Orfield with the, the forfeit here at 114. Ian Lubinow will take the forfeit at 121. That'll put Joey Henderson on the mat here at 127. I think they're going to forfeit to Henderson as well. Good to see Joey Henderson back in the lineup here for the Eagles. 
He's getting a forfeit here at 127. That'll take us to 133. 133. So now this should be for us at 133. Let's see what we're going to throw out here. This should be Gavin Reiking here. So this should be Gavin Reiking against Braden. Let's see. Remfrey. Mike, looking at the uh, wrestlers take their victories, Lubinow put on some weight. He has. He's done a nice job the offseason. You know, Ian's a, a very good cross-country runner, stays in shape all year around. But you can see him now. He's uh, got a chance to start building that body up and grow his confidence in his wrestling as well. And as we're underway here, 12 seconds in. Riken throws the uh, Octoroid wrestler out of bounds here. You know, Jerry, you had a chance to see Gavin play a lot this year in football. Oh, yeah, and man. And he's really made a step up. And, and doing a good job as she shoots here in a double leg takedown. He's got to stay with it on their feet, no points yet. Out of bounds, there's going to be a takedown two for the Octorora wrestler. So 2 nothing, Riken down here against Braden Rumphrey. Gavin's a junior, correct? Gavin is a junior, that is correct. Good, we get him for football next year. And, and wrestling, it's good. He didn't wrestle last year. We're going to get a caution here on top. Riken right to his feet. Tries to hit a standing switch. He's got to go inside the leg, not over the back. Got to get his hips down here. Trying to face the wrestler. Got to get his hand off the head, though. Tries to whip him by. Out. Nice job there with a the chin whip, but they're out of bounds. So, again, Gavin Reichen certainly more aggressive here in the match. Did not wrestle the last two seasons. And so it's good to see him back on the mat, getting more experience. You know, right now he sits with a record of 8-4 and four in the season as a junior. Up to his feet quickly. Almost had locked hands there on top, man. Should get a stalling call here soon. Nope, he's away at the escape. So 2-1, Riken down 2-1. Riken showing some great balance. You know, I, I really think him playing football this year and, and being a defensive back for the high school team has really gotten a lot of confidence and the physicality part you can see. He is much more physical here. Maybe not technically as strong and, and his knowledge base for wrestling, but he's physical. And if, if you're going to be either inexperienced and not being physical, I'd rather be inexperienced and physical. And so that's what we're seeing here with Gavin. As again, he just has to be ready here. Gets shot for a double takedown, taking down to his back, no back points there. Kind of rolls through. Now he has a headlock hook here, gets to his feet. Now he keeps going outside the leg. He's got to go inside that leg when he tries to get up from bottom. Tries to roll through here. Now he's back to his feet and he gets the escape. So 4-2. Now he's got to be ready here on his feet. Kind of holding his ribs a little bit. Yeah, what was that? I don't holding know. his left side. Now he's got a leg here, trying to trip. He's going to get tripped. Oh, he's got to let go of this. Drive through it. They're both in underhooks. He trips. Nice job. Puts the Dr. Wrestler to his back. Now he comes out in the headlock here. He's getting rolled through. Time is out. No back points for two takedown. So Riking ties the match up there, right there at the end of the period of the takedown. Struggling with that headgear, he needs to tighten it up. Octorora's choice here. Octorora defers. Mike, this has been a very physical match, the two of them. They, 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 they both, uh, I don't want to use the word, but the only one that's come to mind is violent. They're both but very, like... Very aggressive. Again, yeah, good word. Technically speaking, I don't know if the technique is there for both wrestlers. And again, so in that situation here, the wrestler from Octorora, Renfrey, may have more knowledge of the sport, but the physicality of Riking 
keeps him in this match. Right. And so again, if he can keep that and sustain that, he's gonna come out and win this match. So as we said right now, Exeter gets a pin by four, Foresight at 107. Three forfeits again, breaking right to his feet, but they're out of bounds. Gavin Cho's bottom here, still holding his ribs as he yeah, goes man. down. Something's up with the ribs. And, you know, this is a long day today, five matches. So, working back to his base, rolls through. Again, his physicality, his athleticism shows, just doesn't have the knowledge base, but he keeps rolling. Now he gets a reversal there. So good job there, now he's on top. And they're out of bounds. So, Reiking now leads 6-4. 140 to go here in the second period. Nice little spin move by Reiking there at the edge. <coughs> again, technology move based, he just rolled. But again, Athletic, he's able to do it. So Rumford gets the escape here. So now we're five, six here, a minute and a half to go here in the second period. Again. On his feet, wrestled for Muckrose behind him. Hasn't gotten him down, no takedown. Could not finish, good job there. Reich. Reiking is, see they're both a little out of control. Reiking seems to be more of a counter wrestler on his feet. Doesn't want to initiate a shot, hoping the other wrestler initiates the movement and he can counter off it. One minute to go here in the second period. Wrestlers are head to head, right in the middle of the mat. Reiking driving in. Again, almost drove the wrestler right off balance. Feels to me like they're getting tired. I, th I think a, a lot of energy, a lot of action. Front headlock here by Reiking. He's gonna lock this up. Oh, he gets behind, out of bounds. No takedown. Again, understanding wrestling there, he would know to bring him back in before he spun behind. Let's see if he goes back to that front headlock. Uh, be aggressive here. And he leads 6-5, does Gavin Reiking, the junior from Exeter, again to the front headlock. Now, but he slips through it, now he's in front of the wrestler, and he's gonna, no takedown given there. He just rolls through and gets the takedown. Can't even describe what we saw there because he was in front of the wrestler. Wrestler was behind him on their feet, no takedown. Gavin put himself on the mat as he rolled, just kept rolling, got himself top. Now he throws a half Nelson and Jerry, running out of gas, let's see what happens here. I believe the other wrestler's out of gas. Let's see what, and there's the fall. Wow. Three minutes and 56 seconds. And I think that's the case, what you're talking about, Jerry. The uh, Octorora wrestler just ran out of gas. Yeah, they looked like they were slowing down. And, and by the way, progressively, as we were going in that, uh, that second stanza. Like the usage of the word? What's that? Stanza, did you like that? I did. Okay. Not really. You weren't even listening. I wasn't listening. You were I, writing. I was putting my notes down here. It's okay. So, so this will put Michael Borja against Kai Johnson. <laughs> Borja and Johnson here at 139. I believe, if I remember right, Michael Borja got hurt at this event last year. Did he not? Yes. Okay. Not something we want to bring up and speak out loud about. Well, I'm, I'm just bringing up that we're here. He did, he did. And he's, uh, he looks great. He does look great. You know, he's off to a really good start this year. Um, he's 15 and seven in the season. Had a really nice Christmas tournament at the Neil Turner Classic at Conestoga Valley where he plays second. He's in right here on a takedown, single leg, has it up off the mat. Circles, steps through, trips it down. 
He's got the takedown there. There's the two takedowns, his toes are in bounds, and now he takes him out of bounds. Nice job there of mad awareness by Michael Bora, knowing where he was to keep his toes in bounds, lock up the two legs and get the takedown. And he's gonna give an optional start here right away. So it's gonna be 2-1. And Johnson for Octorora, very colorful teal shoes and teal headgear to match. Mm -hmm. I like the way he accessorizes his uniform here. It does not go well with the navy blue, red, and white. Borja in for a double-A takedown here. Works up the back and has the takedown. Second takedown of the first period. Let's see if Michael tries to work uh, his tilt series here. Tries to put the bar up. Working a bar on the right side. Wrist trap on the left. Minute 10 to go here in the first period. Michael punching that right arm bar through. He's got the wrist trap. Trying to circle the head here. Johnson puts his left leg out the block. Borja rips it across to the right. Now runs it left. Now he puts Johnson to his back. There's the pin, 103. Nice job by Michael Borja. Fall in one minute and three seconds, and Exeter out to a 36 to nothing lead as we go to 145 pounds. And another one of our very good wrestlers, Ashton Warshaw, coming to the mat right now. Mike, so, we saw at the end of that match just every muscle in Borja's body was tense and working. And, and that's what he has done over the last two years. He has built his body up, got himself in great shape, uh, and Ashton's done a very much job of keeping the weight where it is and putting muscle on their frames. Uh, so this will be Ian Trufert uh, for Octorora. Trufert on the season for Octorora is eight and four. He's a sophomore. So Warshaw Jr., Trufert is a sophomore. Kind of head to head right now, hand fighting. Circling in. Trufert takes a shot. Warshaw sprawls himself back, has a near ankle. Now he's up, Trufant has his head between the legs, tries to lift. Warshaw doing a nice job of keeping the ankles. Staying tight here, not getting a takedown. Trying to work a funk here if he can. Now he's got himself to the side, cross face, gonna spin behind, and there's a two. Good job by Ashton to keep working at a position that was, you know, a 50-50 position. Worked himself to a takedown. Now he has a hard cross face cradle. Trying to run a cross face to, to the uh, tricep. He's got the cradle lock, goes for a suicide. Can't get it to roll through. Now he's gonna try and come through and bump the hip here. Now he's sitting in the back of it. Now he's got it broken down the side. Puts him to his back. 55 seconds to go. Little self off balance. Now he's got it locked back in here. He's got his near fall points. Getting it tight here. We're gonna get pinned here soon, I have a feeling. There's the fall. 118. Exeter certainly comes out of the gates fast today as they're up 42 to nothing after our first seven bouts. And Mike, we just saw Gavin Reiking walk by us with ice on his ribs. That kid's not giving up. Absolutely. Gonna put Tough guy. I'm gonna put Cody Manning on the mat here at 152. He'll receive a forfeit. That runs it to 48 to nothing, Exeter. As we go to 160 pounds, and this will be Matt DePiro. Tapiro Jr. comes in today with a record of 12 and eight. Had a really nice season last year as he really started picking up from the midpoint on. Had a record last year of, of uh, 16 and 13. <coughs> Tapiro will be wrestling, I believe this is Jaden Maurice. Right into a single leg for Tapiro. 
Drives right through it for the, now he has the takedown there. Controls the left side wrist here with the 2 one one A little high, he's got to settle himself back a little bit here. Now he breaks the wrestler down. Matt's mom, Tasha, is one of the reasons I keep going back to Musos. Musos, absolutely. Absolutely, never mind the great food. She's awesome. So Matt is going to give up the optional start here for an escape. It's 2-1, DePiro leads here. Minute and a half to go in the first period. As we said, Octawar comes in today's match 1-3 on the season. Exeter comes in 1-0 and has already set themselves up to be 2-0. Matt circles behind, they're on their feet yet. Got to get the wrestler down. Maurice down to the mat. Now he's switched to a double. Drives through it. Going to work up for a half there. There it is. There's the takedown. Going to put him to his back. 107 to go here in the first. Right on the edge of the mat. Matt's got to reverse half. He's got to go reverse half now as the wrestler's rolling away. He's got to reverse half. And there's the fall. 107. Wow. So Exeter takes a 54 to nothing lead here with DePiro's fall at 160. That'll take us to 172. This will be Finn Strauss for the Eagles. Finn, another one of those juniors. He's a three-year wrestler for the Eagles. Exeter wearing the red ankle braces as they're the visitors here today. Finn just puts his on. We're underway here. Finn off to a 10 and 7 start this year. Last year he was 16 and 20. So again, uh, uh, a wrestler who really grew in length. And now he's trying to figure out in the last year and a half how to use that leverage on the mat. I think he's starting to pick it up a little bit more and more each time he's on the mat. You're right. He does look considerably taller, actually. He was a big kid last year. He was, he was. You know, but I think he's starting to fill into that body now. You can see the size of his legs have gotten stronger. And he's out front here in a front headlock, trying to get behind. Still front headlock here, right on the edge of the mat. Now they're back up to their feet. Jerry, we're going to bring in Jason Gibble, head coach of Wilson, all right? Jay. So at this Octoworld tournament, we are also joined by another one of Burke's scouting teams here as we have a stoppage in, in Strauss's match. Uh, so we're joined by head coach of Wilson High School, Jason Gibble. Good morning, Jason. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing real well. Happy New Year to you. You too. Uh, Jason, I go back a long way. Uh, oh, yes, we do. <laughs> You say that like it's a bad thing. No, absolutely not. So uh, Jason Gibble has the defending county champions in Berks County. Uh, does an outstanding job there at Wilson West Lawn. Uh, Jason, you guys are here. I think you're off to your one loss in the season. You're five and one. Yeah, that's correct. Five and one loss, tough Penridge team, right? Yeah. Yep. So Boyer Town duels. Yeah, and uh, so you, you put pretty good to Boyer Town though. So that was good to see. Yeah. So talk a little bit about your season this year. What, what are the, some of the things you see for your guys and for Berks County as a whole? Uh, you know, we have a, a fairly young team. I think we only have three seniors on the team. So, you know, we're just trying to get everybody where they need to be by the postseason. I mean, 
Now, you certainly are excited about your freshman wrestler at 107. Yeah, well, he's he'll be at seven soon. He's at 14 right now. He's been at 14 most of the year, but he'll be down at seven. And, you know, we got a couple of guys that were at States last year that absolutely. are back. James so. Garcia, and you've got uh, uh, McMillan at, at 215 this year? Yep, yep. Okay, and so again, uh, obviously your lineups are very good, but those are your three stalwarts that you put out there each match. Um, a little bit about the Exeter team again. You know, you, you've obviously seen this team. You've had a chance to work with a number of these wrestlers in the yep, summer. Absolutely. And, and Coach Oswald get together and, uh, you know, have a chance to, to wrestle. What are your thoughts on, on the Exeter team as you see them this year? Same thing. They're, you know, they're a young team also. They got a lot of young, bright kids on that team, and the future looks good for them. Yeah, well, we've had three or four freshmen are then now juniors. Um, obviously, we lost two huge wrestlers last year in Johnny Miller and Nick Nettleton, which are tough to replace. And Absolutely. Everyone runs into that. As a Finn Strauss here in the second period has gone to his patented cradle, he has the uh, wrestler from Octorora, uh Nunez, on the back here. Uh, he's got his three near fall. Um, Finn Strauss, one of those freshmen who's a junior now, has kind of struggled a little bit, kind of had a huge growth spurt, and trying to figure out how to work that body. It's always difficult for a taller wrestler, yeah. you know, that leverage, they're not sure how to use it properly. Well, and he did he did put in some work over the summer. He was coming in a lot, and you know, it's, it, it's nice to work with kids from other schools, and you know, and get them in with your kids, and it's nice to get different looks for all your, your own kids. So as, as you look at your projecting your season, obviously you have two returning state qualifiers, um, possibly for another state qualifier and a young guy. So obviously postseason you, you've got an idea, but how do you see yourselves faring out this year in the county? You know, I think, you know, our division's gonna be competitive. I mean, Exeter's always tough. Mifflin's always pretty tough. No, so, you know, we'll see how it goes, but you know, we, we have Exeter, I think, coming up this Wednesday and then Mifflin the following Wednesday. So, you know, one match at a time. Have you had any Berks County matches? We wrestled Reading High right before Christmas. Okay. And Exeter just beat Mifflin 32-26 uh, the other night and got a real good match from their young guys in Cole Forsythe at 107, beating Pletz, and then they bumped up the 107-pounder, um, um, Dalton Moore, to 14. And so that was a good thing to see for us. Two young wrestlers, two freshmen, out there on the mat contributing right away in a, in a big divisional match. Absolutely. It's nice to see that from the young kids when they, they, they look like seasoned vets out there. Now, Jason, this is your sixth year? Sixth head, year. Head coach at, at Wilson. Now, you were an alumni at Wilson, a Hall of Famer. I think 2002 you went in the Hall of Fame. Somewhere around there, yeah. And then Jeff went, I think, two years later. Yep. Two years later. So Jason's brother also. So the, the Gibble brothers are both in the Wilson Hall of Fame, uh, both for wrestling, outstanding high school and college wrestlers. Uh, and went in a few years apart. Did you get to wrestle with Jeff at all? We were one, te one? teammates for one, one season year, at Millersville, yeah. 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 So um, so Finn now leads his 5-2 with the, the reversal. I'm uh, sorry, with the three near fall and then the two near fall. As we go to the third period, he leads 5-2. Got to get himself out here um, and, and show something on top. So again, Exeter gets a, a pretty good draw here to start the day. Uh, it's 54-0 it's out of the shoot as Strauss gets a reverse here to start the third period. So good opportunity for them to get some wins. Uh, they will hit tough teams, obviously, as they run into a couple teams here in their division. Who do you guys see in your division as, as your biggest obstacle? Yeah, to be honest with you, I'm not sure. Everybody seems to be pretty evenly matched back there. I mean, I know, I think Unionville's got like a 3-1 record, New Oxford's 3-0. 
Uh, I think Archbishop Ryan's five and one, and yeah. Solanco's two and two. So it's hard to tell because everybody's wrestled different schedules, and you know, and obviously strength of schedule is the thing that me and Coach Oswald have. You know, we like to wrestle tough competition as much as we possibly can to make our kids, you know, better and prepared for the postseason runs. Did you see Solanco last year here? Uh, no, we did not. And they're a pretty good team. You know, yes. I think they did a pretty good job. Um, but you guys have a bye first round. That's why you're on the air, not coaching right now. Right. Uh, but I'll get a chance to come back and watch you guys wrestle next round when we have a bye here. So, but again, a minute to go in this match. Finn Strauss leads 7-4. He's got to keep himself in a good position here, not go down to his hips like he just did there. Keep his body up, get his knees underneath him, keep his elbows in and work himself forward as uh, the wrestler's mocked over, throws a leg into the right side here. And he goes two on one. Finn's got to get the leg free here, get both knees inside, get him up. Now he gets to his feet, keep going. Building up to a tripod here. He's got, now he's, he's got to get himself off his knees here. What would you yell to your wrestler right here, Coach Gibble? Hips up. And, and there's the reversal. Obviously, the Octorora guy got himself too high. Got him, so he had the legs and was too high. Get your hips up, let gravity help you there. Pull him down. So what do you guys have? You said you have uh, Will, uh, Mifflin this week? With or Exeter. Exeter on Wednesday, coming up on the 11th. And then Mifflin the following week on the 18th. Did you guys go to the, um, what tournament were you guys at for the holiday? Uh, the Bethlehem Liberty Classic, the Hurricane Classic. Yeah, some great competition up there. Good. And Strauss works himself to a 9-4 victory here at the end of the third period. Good win for Finn Strauss. Runs the score to 57 nothing as you go to 189 pounds. And this will be Cody Morgan going on the mat for the Eagles. Who do you see as your major competition in Berks County? And as you, let's be honest, as you, as you see yourself going through, I know you're going to give me your coach speak here and say everyone's open, everyone's tough. But if I said you top four teams right now that you see on that last weekend, what do you see? I would see us. Probably, I mean, Burke's Catholic, obviously, they have a lot back from last year, the team we wrestled in the finals last year. They're solid all the way through the lineup. I think they have everybody back from last year, but their heavyweight and their backup heavyweight was pretty good also. So, you know, they, they didn't miss a beat. They're going to they're gonna be tough to beat. They're, you know, I think right now they're the top team. I mean, I, I, mean, I think also you, you're going to see probably Exeter and Mifflin in there also in the mix. And, you know, last year we had wrestled you guys right before counties. And I think you guys blew us out. Yep. We went to the counties, and, and we we got a, a you know a very fortunate pin uh, against Garcia on the edge of the mat, real quick pin there. Uh, but it, it was it was a good match and a good job by Tanner Karras, uh senior freshman last year. Very close match, and I don't think people saw that coming that way after what they had seen the week before. Yeah. So you're right. Anything could happen. Absolutely. I forget what the final score was. At a one point I match. I think or? it was like maybe 30. 6.30, something like that. Like like last match or something and, like that. You know, I, and that dual meet in the counties, you guys won four matches that we had won in the, rec, in the dual right. meet a week yeah. ago. Absolutely. So that's one of the things that makes this sport so superb because from day to day, anything can happen. Well, absolutely. And, you know, you get through a season like this, you get to the end of the season, a lot of kids are, are beat up, worn down. Now sickness is one of the factors that play into it. I just gave this speech yesterday. You know, I said, anybody that's in this room that's going to whine and complain about having an injury, you might as well walk out because there's not a guy in this room that doesn't have something that hurts. Well, and, you know, it's one of the things we always talk about. You'll never feel as good as you do on the first day. Absolutely. And you won't feel as good as you do on the first day a month after the season. Yep. 
it just doesn't feel any better. Right. Uh, you never feel better. There's yep. never an off day because you're always worried about your weight and everything else. And that's what makes this sport different than any other high school sport. And I agree with that completely. What do you think about the new weight classes? I actually like it. I actually like the extra pound for the little guys. I mean, let's face it. I mean, you don't find many kids anymore weighing 100 pounds. You know, it's, it's tough to fill those weights. There's no Jason and Jeff Gibbles out there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think my brother wrestled 103 for 9th, 10th, and 11th grade. I mean, to this day, he's only like 130 pounds. Which he could even probably make 125 at college if he had to. Easily. <laughs> oh, good. Well, Coach, we appreciate your time today. I know you got a busy day. Best of success this season. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. It was good talking with you. Take care, Jace. Thanks. You, you too. So, again, Cody Manning here tied 2-2, second period, first period. Uh, he's got an escape, gave up a takedown, got a penalty point, and got an escape. So, 2-2 as we head to the second period here. It'll be Octoroar's wrestler's choice. Nice man, Mike. Yeah, Jason's a great guy. He does a great job at Wilson. That program is as good as any program in the county uh, and any counties around. As he said, you know, three guys last year at States. This year's going to have three guys again. McMillan is a hammer at 215. Garcia is, is one of the best wrestlers in the county, pound for pound. And he's got a freshman this year at 107 who will get there, who is going to do a lot of great things. And talking about great things, Cody Morgan with the reversal there to start the second period. Now at least 4-2. Yeah, it's always good to have a chance to talk to other Berks County people to get their insight in certain things, but also to see where this program at Exeter has been, you know, 20 years ago and where it is today. Has mm -hmm. a ton of respect in the county, does a great job. Coach Oswald is, is working guys here, getting them better with the staff of Coach Baker, Coach uh, Miller, um, Coach Astorino. So they're doing a lot of good things here. And again, as Coach Gibble said, you know, Exeter's still a young team. Not many seniors in this lineup. They're just going to continue to get better as they get more experience on the mat and, uh, you know, feel a little more comfortable with their style of wrestling. We're 4-3 here as they're on their feet with a minute and five seconds to go. Shot here by the Octoroar wrestler. Nice sprawl by Morgan. Tries to spin around. Cross face. Here's got to step over. There it is. And there's the takedown for Cody Morgan. Mike, one other thing that I pull from, from the interviews that we get to do in, in the various sports that we cover is that all of the coaches, I mean, though there's a rivalry, there's no dislike. They're all complimentary of each other in their programs. And it's a... It's, it, it, it's really refreshing to see that nobody has to be the bad guy. No, and I think everyone mutually enjoys working with everyone else's kids or yep. interacting with everyone else's athletes, whether it's football, you know, wrestling, baseball, basketball. There, there is a, a respect for what all these kids do. As Cody Morgan gives an escape here, it's now 6-4 with 15 seconds to go. Can't give up any points here the last 15 seconds. We always talk about this. This is the moment you cannot give up points. Another shot here uh, by Wood. Morgan trying to spin behind. He cannot. Five seconds. He's got to keep his feet on the mat. Got to keep his feet on the mat. He does not. And there's the takedown. And there's the warning. And, and that's one of the things that every coach in high school will talk to the wrestler about. We cannot give up points at the end of a period. So we are tied 6-6 now as Octoroar's wrestler Wood will take bottom. We're tied 6-6, and that's a shame to see he give up that takedown. And as soon as he gave up the escape, I said, we can't give up points here. That is the one yep. thing at the end of the period. You never get those points back. Right. It's like scoring at the end of a half in football, getting the ball back and scoring right away in that first drive. That, 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 that eight-minute period 
You never get the points back. Or I don't know, throwing two pick sixes. As we give up a reversal here to start the third. <laughs> Inside Jerry, joke. Jerry referencing his beloved Michigan Wolverines as uh, they almost won that national semifinals game. But unfortunately, 14 points went to the Michigan offense to the C TCU defense. Yeah. Morgan gets the escape now. And they're out of bounds. You know, what we're seeing here with Cody is trying to do a lot of counter wrestling on his feet, not really pushing the action, trying to score off the takedown uh, or, or the shot, if you will, the Octorora wrestler. And he's done it once or twice, but he's got to worry about him scoring points. He's just going to walk himself in. There's a shot back to Aurora in deep, and there's the takedown. So Wood gets his second, third takedown in the match now, and now extends his lead to 10-8 as he gives an escape. So Wood knows if he can shoot, he's going to score. So now Cody's got to change his mindset here. He's got to be the aggressor. He's got to look for an opening, to work something he likes on his feet to work a move. He's down by three points here. He needs take two takedowns here to get back in this match or takedown near fall. 10-8 here. Looking for that Jap, Jap Wizard, not there. 45 seconds to go. He's down by two, he's gotta score. He's gotta try something. There's another shot, walks right into it. Take down Wood, Octavora. Is Wood a couple inches taller? He is. And now Wood turns Cody to his back, gonna get two near fall points. So now it's 14 to eight. Cody can't give up any more points. He's got a score here. Whether the score is 57 to nothing or seven nothing, you don't want to give up bonus points to any wrestler. Possibly a full Nelson there. Nope, he got, he got his other hand off. 10 seconds left. Cody's got to get to his feet here. Keep himself in good position. Five seconds. It looks like this is going to end 14 to eight. And that'll be the final, 14 to eight as Brandon Wood takes the win, giving the first points all night to the Octorora Braves. That makes it 57 to three. At 2.15, it looks like we're gonna double forfeit here. And they'll take us to heavyweight. So at heavyweight, we'll put out Josh Lish here at the heavyweight. Uh, Josh Lish, a freshman. He will be wrestling Adam Mitchell. So Mitchell and Liss here at the final match of the first round here at the 2023 Octorora Duels. Jerry, we're almost at a time of Octorora. Okay. <clears throat> so, Mike, did you know, there. for instance, did you know? Did you know? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and it's the more you know. Do you know what Octorora means? I'm assuming it is a Native American name, but I do not know what it means. It means the school of eight cheerleaders. And how are we certain of this? Because it just makes sense. Octo, of course, is eight. Okay, I'm with you there. Ra, Ra would be cheerleaders. And there you have it, folks. What Jerry's been waiting one year for, <laughs> literally 363 days from leaving here last year, <laughs> Jerry has been waiting for that moment. And I hope he enjoyed it. As I Josh did. Liss is into a front headlock here, trying to get Mitchell to the mat. He does, he slips off it. <laughs> A 
we've got a technical violation, one point red. So we got a penalty point for Josh Lish. He will, he, I guess, he'll grabbing on the uniform. So I believe Mitchell must have grabbed Lish's singlet uh, where in that situation. So right back to a tie up here, or ear to ear, which you don't want to be. You want to be forehead to forehead, or at least in good position, as Coach Rugg would used to say. Now Josh is a young man who's done a lot of good things uh, in the training area uh, since he's been a little boy. Trains very hard and done a really nice job getting himself into shape and uh, just working hard. So now Mitchell spins behind and takes him down to the mat. So take down here by Mitchell, 2-1. Josh is new, is he not? He's a freshman. Yeah, yeah, we didn't see him last year. Yeah, he's a freshman. Russell Junior High last year. Big kid. As I said, you know, he, he's a young man who's a hard worker. Just needs to find that mean switch a little bit. As uh, Mitchell has a bar here trying to run it around. Liss sits up through. He's got a chance here to get up. Uh, back down to his belly, but fought it off as the period's going to end 2-1. Mike, when he finds that mean switch, Rest of the county's in trouble. Yeah, with that size, he's gonna continue to build that size. He just needs to find that switch. And that, it, it, it takes a while for some people. This, this is one of those guys I wouldn't want to meet in a lit alley. <laughs> Again, a very big young man. And, and, and he's, he's just trying to figure out how to use that size and as he's starting to grow his strength, it just kind of all falls in. He's probably a year or two away from being the guy that I think everyone thinks he has a chance to be. Mm -hmm. But he, but over the next two years, he's a young man who's going to work at it. Yeah, I think that's important. So still 2-1 here. Tries to get to his feet. Sits back in. Oh, he got caught, sucked back here. But fights hard. Here we go. Now he got sucked back again. One twenty to go here in the second period. List not in a good position as he's stuck almost in an assassin position here, but on his back fighting. It's a long time to fight, and there's the fall. He two worked minutes, hard, Mike. Two minutes and 50 seconds, absolutely. Yeah, he got himself in a bad situation when he sat back. But um, again, so that'll end the match here, 57 to nine. Exeter takes their first win. Uh, we're going to step away for a short break, come back and recap, and then we'll be off the air for a little while as you can listen to music until round three is about to begin, which round three is scheduled for approximately 11.45. So we'll be back on the air somewhere around 11.30, 11.45. But we'll be back right now right after this short break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Playing sports? 
Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. Ole Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food, supplies, and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food, they also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products, plus chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks. Ole Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All this in unmatched customer service. That's Ole Valley Feed, 143 Cleaver Road in Ole, on the web at olevalleyfeed.com and on Facebook. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. And now back to the match on the Exeter Sports Network. And we are back here to Octorora High School, the home of eight cheerleaders as Exeter has finished up the first round with a 57-9 victory over the Braves uh, here in round one. Kind of recap here. We started at 107. Cole Forsythe went out, did a really nice uh, job getting a fall in 118. Then Exeter got three forfeits back to back to back with Richie Orfield, Ian Lubinow, and Joey Henderson. Gavin Reichen, the junior, went out, got himself a pin uh, in the second period at 356. Michael Borhoff, one of the other team caps with Ian Lubinow came out at 139, got himself a pin at 103. Ian Warshaw coming out at 145, had a takedown and a pin at 118. At 152, Exeter's Cody Manning took a forfeit at 160. Uh, junior Matt DePiro went out and got himself two takedowns and a pin in 107. Finn Strauss, uh, a very good match for him, uh, very dominant, gave it the first two points of the match and a takedown, and then kind of rolled his way through to a 9-4 victory. That ran to score to 57 to nothing in the uh, first match here. Went to 189. Cody Morgan had a good match, tied going into the third period. Got himself caught in a couple takedowns. Took the loss 8 to 14. Both teams double forfeited at 215. And then freshman Josh List went out at heavyweight. Was down 2-1. Got himself caught in the second period and pinned. But again, Great opening round here for the Eagles in the first match, uh, round one, with a 50-79 victory over the Octorora Braves. As we said, Exeter has a round two bye. Round three is scheduled to start approximately 11.45. 
will come on the air probably around 11.25, 11.30ish. See if we can talk to a few of our wrestlers in between. Bring them on the air here. It's always good to get our young men a chance to speak publicly. Uh, gives them a little opportunity to, to hear themselves later on and just prepare them for any speaking engagements they have. And also talk a little bit about the season and the team. We'll also try and catch one of our coaches, possibly Coach uh, Oswald here. And uh, then we will bring it back to live wrestling here at round three as Exeter will take on the undefeated Westchester Henderson Warriors who are 3-0. So round one in the books here from Octorora, Jerry. Good opening round match for the Eagles. 57-9, pretty much dominated the whole way through. And uh, nice to see. Absolutely. Uh, amidst all of the forfeits, some great, great victories. Yeah, we don't got ourselves, you know, four pins in the first first period pins, which is great to see as well. Uh, had ourselves a second period pin by Eve, in uh, uh, Gavin Reiking. So good to see that. Good to see Exeter off to a great win here uh, to start this day. As we talk about, you know, a dual team tournament, five matches, one day. It is a grueling schedule for every wrestler here. Gavin Reiking right now, a little bit of a rib injury. See where that takes us in our lineup but uh, off to a great start. He's a tough guy, we're gonna be okay. All right, so we'll be back with you. Enjoy the music of Jerry's favorite listening uh, here for the next hour or so. Mike, allow me to say, this is absolutely random music. I have not picked it because Barry Manilow is gonna show up at some point. Well, he does write the songs that makes the whole world sing. It's true. So with that, uh, we'll be back, as I said, probably around 11.15, maybe an hour and a half here. As I said, we'll get a chance to talk to Coach Oswald a little bit later today, and uh, we'll go up there. So we appreciate you joining us here on the Extra Sports Network. Uh, enjoy the music, and we'll be back with live wrestling shortly. Thank you for joining us for this broadcast of Exeter Wrestling on the Exeter Sports Network. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center, on the web at pennstatehealth.org, and the new Birdies Inn, where there's always something new with the old inn. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gellip Media. Good night.